0: Alright, and we're back with Whiskey Neat Podcast. It's uh, just starting out August. James, how you doing?
1: Man, doing pretty good. Can't complain, man. We actually got some summer weather around here. That's a plus.
0: Oh, it is. I'm, I'm digging the upper 70s, low 80s days and the 60-degree nights. Definitely. You drinking anything tonight?
1: Unfortunately, no, because I have to work tomorrow.
0: Oh, that's terrible
1: and what you got I got a
0: a new bourbon that I just found in the store today. It's Amador, it's their double barrel. So apparently they take the it seems kind of I picked it out cuz it seemed kind of similar to Angel's Envy. It starts it's their bourbon, they finish it in a Napa wine, Napa Valley wine uh, barrel. They don't say what kind So I don't know if it's a a blended wine or whatever, but Angel's Envy does it, and they finish it in a port wine barrel. And I really like Angel's Envy. Don't necessarily like the $54 price tag with it. So when I saw this, and it was $30, I figured I'd try it, and uh, it's not bad. Not bad. Definitely, uh, I think Angel's Envy is a little bit smoother. Uh, I'd like to have them next to each other, but they're, now you're looking at $90 of bourbon. True.
1: But that's not a bad thing.
0: But, no, no. And eventually I'll have that, so. Uh, but definitely, I will, I will definitely be buying this bottle again. Uh, I'll probably go out, because there's only one or two left on the shelf at, at, uh, I found it in Meyer actually.
1: Oh, nice, nice, good find.
0: They've, they've actually got a decent little, uh whiskey and bourbon section into the one down by me so i dig it so we'll be doing that sitting out on the deck hopefully uh the internet gerbil stays alive for the for the episode Mm. but uh we got the bright idea to to switch it up a little bit this uh this month so instead of doing a full length we'll do a couple of shorter ones over a broad well it's a, a narrow topic but it's a broad spectrum of stuff uh, and that is these gun control debates and especially in illinois so tonight we'll we'll start it off with illinois we won't get into the democratic debates that just happened over the last couple of weeks uh, but we wanted to to talk about that tonight huh
1: Yep, man, I say uh, we roll with it. I think it'll make for a good series. Very, very relevant. Uh, especially starting in Illinois. You know, with all of our wacky like, politics. But, uh, hey, this thing is big that's going on now. You know, politicians aren't really, um, shading their, uh, their MO anymore. I feel like they. No, uh, it's. Tried to for a while, but now they're just coming out and saying it.
0: It's it's definitely getting to the point where I don't know if there's enough people fighting back that they're getting antsy and frustrated, so their their true true thing comes out or or what. But it is definitely a, an eye opener. And the problem that I have, just as a, a quick statement before we get into this particular this particular incident that we're going to talk about tonight is everything I always hear is most of the people agree with us. Most of the people agree that this is how it should be. And I want to know what most of the people they're talking to because, and I know my, obviously I'm going to hang out with people that have similar ideals to me, but I don't see nearly as many people in day to day life, that seem to be to that extreme. Right. That's where I want to know what, what, who are they, who are they going to for their polls? Cause if you're sitting there taking your unbiased poll and going to mom's demand action, then you're skewing that poll. Just like I would be skewing the poll. If I went down to the gun range and went, Hey, we're going to take a poll. You're, you're skewing it for who you want. So I'd like to see who they're actually polling and what entity is doing the polling for them.
1: Well, I question um, whether they're doing a true poll, for one, or they're just taking the opinions of a couple who called in versus actually doing a poll because, like, for the situation we're going to talk about, they do a town hall meeting, and, you know, it seems like gun owners are starting to speak up because now they're being blatant about it. I think there was a point in time where they weren't so blatant, and we didn't really say a lot. We didn't jump into the whole thing. But now they're being blatant and saying, "Well, yeah, we're going to confiscate.
0: I think a lot of gun owners are like you and me. My job relies on – basically relies on the Democratic Party being a union fireman, proud to be yeah. a union fireman, wouldn't have it any other way.
1: Yeah, I And know. I
0: think you're seeing a lot of people that are blue-collar that tend to have Democratic voting – they have democratic voting tendencies because of work that are now going. Look, enough is enough. Yeah, you know I, I can get behind this and that, but this, <laughs> you know, most of the people I know are are blue collar guys that like to go and shoot and hunt. Yeah,
1: and that's the thing that I think I think a lot of Democratic um, nominees are seeing. I think they're trying to ignore it because they're trying to run on this platform to appeal to a certain amount of people. But I think the reality is that they're seeing that they have a large part of their constituency that is law-abiding gun owners. That you know, you start talking about this. I mean, we're talking about the Second Amendment here. Is what we're talking about. So. When well, you only you only,
0: you only people, have the First Amendment because the Second Amendment has protected it for the last. 300 years
1: exactly and
0: 250
1: but and whatever math that it's like you know now i believe that you know a lot of us were quiet like, okay like done stay quiet for a little bit because for the most part for the most part of uh, for a lot of their politics i don't really like jump on democratic politics like oh I don't like this. I don't like that. And I'm not necessarily either, even like, oh, I love Republicans. I'm pretty middle of the road. But then when you start getting. Well, the that's stuff the like problem this, is if, if you like, want
0: to be, mm. be if you want to be if you want to vote party line Republican, you've got to be so far to the side. And if you want to vote Democratic Party line, you got to be so far to the other side. And they're starting to V away from each other instead of running parallel. The middle was not so widespread before. I feel like you're getting more and more people that identify as neither or both, because they want to sit there and they they want these. You know, that's that's the thing is I want I I want union friendly. That's a democratic thing. But I but I like my firearms, which is a Republican thing. Where, where is, where is the person that is, that is running for me? Because my senators right now, or my, my, my state Senator and my state rep, one is Republican, one is Democratic. So I guess that's a good blend, but my Democratic, I don't know if it's rep or not, comes all the way down to me down by Kankakee, but her district still runs into Chicago. And that's where you're seeing a lot of the states going, look, we're not represented. You can't tell me that the way that I live and the things that I do are the same as somebody that's living in downtown Chicago because they're not.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: I have different ideals. I have different different needs, different wants. And I don't think that that necessarily gets represented because the population is so dense in Chicago. The problem is you can't I, I don't think it would be feasible. You see all this stuff about let's separate Chicago from the rest of the state, and I don't think that's feasible because that brings in so much other, so much money for infrastructure. So, yes, they are gonna they bring in the most. They're going to get the biggest piece of the pie. But I think something needs to change with districting and that whole gerrymandering thing, and that's when it changed is now you've got somebody that's all the way up to Chicago that's taken up most of Kankakee and part of, I think, Iroquois and Will County. You can't tell me that that's going to that they're all getting equally represented by that one person.
1: Well, here's here's my philosophy on this. Whether they're representing everybody or not, I feel that individual politics and party line politics is getting pushed more than even what people are saying. Um, oh yeah because, and the, the you, know, news, I mean, you look at a situation is, like this that's exactly what's going on is you know we're talking about a town hall meeting and what was her name Julie Julie Morrison
0: yeah Senator Julie Morrison in their uh, town hall in what was it June 11th in Deerfield Illinois
1: right that basically she says you know, I'm not taking your guns away from you. You just can't buy any new ones. And there's somebody in the crowd who responds, unless I pay a fine for each firearm and register them, then I get to keep them. So if I get to keep them, if I pay a fine and register it, then how dangerous is it in the first place? And why do I need to pay it at all? Like Why do I need to? Exactly. Why do you need to try and ban a semi-automatic weapon? And she comes right out and says, well, maybe we won't have a fine at all. Maybe it'll just be a confiscation and we'll have to worry about paying the fine. So you're being very blatant. And I feel like to say a statement like that, if you're really thinking about who your your voting base is, you're not thinking about your voting base. You're thinking about the couple people who are coming to you and complaining and hearing about, you know, I call it Facebook news. I don't call it fake news anymore. It's just the news that gets pubbed the most and you see best people saying like oh we have to get guns off the street we have to get guns off the street because that's the only solution that's ever been said like if you say get illegal guns off the street sure i i concur with you but you're not coming into my house and trying to take my guns or offer me a dollar to call it a buyback like that's just not happening and that's where i think these you know hard-working blue-collar people who tend to vote Democratic, are speaking up and saying like, hey, this ain't what I voted for you for. You know, if you want to run on this basis of, they're not even talking politics anymore. They're just talking what to do about guns. They're not talking any other kind of politics. It's a total sham.
0: Well, and here's, so Julie Morrison, uh, she is the Illinois, she's a member of the illinois senate from the 29th district which includes all or parts of arlington heights buffalo grove Bannockburn, burn deerfield glencoe glenview highland park lake bluff lake force lincolnshire northbrook and north chicago so i would like to know from people in those areas is that how they feel or is this person somebody that that ran a campaign and not, you know, just didn't even bring that up because she knows her constituents won't want that. And I think a bigger problem, and this has come up a couple of times in bigger politics with, with the, the house and the Senate for the nation that I don't feel that these people that were voting into office understand, or I don't, I don't think that they feel that they work for us. They're there because we put them there. We sit there and now we're like, you know, you guys do what you want. We put you there to do to do this. Just choose. And that's not how it's supposed to be. They're there because we put them there and they're supposed to do. They're supposed to be our voices on a grand stage, because if you sat there and put the millions and millions of people that make up this nation up there, nothing would ever get done. So you're supposed to do this and have our best interest when you have these people going up there. And I don't know, maybe maybe Senator Morrison's district does feel that way. I certainly hope not, because I think it's narrow minded and you're not understanding that as soon as you take when you take the firearms away, as soon as the government goes, you don't need this because it's too powerful. That's the day that you started to need it.
1: We're sitting here in a situation. People were the people who are talking about gun confiscations. Like the voting public. I think there's something that they're really not thinking about. I think people talk about a gun confiscation to reduce gun violence or reduce violence. One, gun violence is not the only kind of violence. But two is you're trying to take guns out of criminals' hands. That, that's the goal if you're trying to reduce violence. Right? If that's really what you're trying to do. So, because if the issue was um, law-abiding gun owners, you know, going out and shooting people up, we know we have a really big problem. Like people, like people don't even understand how many citizens own firearms legally. I mean, all these debates, and as this stuff gets further and further, I mean, it's right. only going to get more. I think it's going to get more interesting and also more disappointing when you see how politics is, is, I just problem is, is
0: right now they're doing the democratic. I think that we're going to have the same issues just on a different, a different topic when you get to having the Republican debates, but we're starting to digress a little bit, but to get it back to at least the Illinois democratic gun stuff, um, Like you said, they're they're starting to show their true colors. And I was starting to say this a little bit earlier uh, and got sidetracked, but I don't think that there's as big a rift as there is. But if that rift is as big as the media or politicians on either side want you to think it is, and we're going down this road, nobody's working together to make that any better. All they're doing is working against each other to make it bigger. So if that's going to keep going, what do you think is going to happen?
1: And I mean, they're promoting division is all they're promoting.
0: It's it's if if you can't, if you don't think like me, you're the enemy yeah. instead of going, if you don't think like me, that's fine. But don't tell me that I'm a bad person because I have my view.
1: Exactly. Then that's the road we're going down. And it, it, it's truly sad, but Because, you know, politicians should be should be preoccupied with trying to bring people together and try to make sure that everybody has agreeable terms, you know, to keep the conversation focused. Like, hey, you know, we're not about to try to start taking um, law abiding citizens firearms that are given to them by the Second Amendment, which this country was established on. We're trying to find ways to more effectively prevent criminal violence. Because, I mean, if you decide to say, oh, I want to take all the guns, now put put some of these people who want to take all the guns into a situation where a gun might be helpful as a law-abiding citizen. Not to say that everybody should, not to arm teachers or anything like that. If you don't want to carry a gun, don't carry a gun. But... By that same nature, don't tell me that I can't use a firearm to defend myself and my family because right. it's
0: just like if you're a vegetarian or a vegan, you shouldn't hate me because I choose to
1: eat meat. Well, there's some people who feel like that. There <laughs>
0: are. And that's that's where we've gotten. They're like, well, I have the First Amendment right to, to say that you're a terrible person. But that same person is going to say that I don't have the same First Amendment right to tell them to go fuck themselves.
1: And here's the thing. Like, I'm not offended if you call me a terrible person for eating a steak. Guess what? I toast you and I'm going to take another bite of my steak. Right. Because by you saying that I'm a terrible person for having a steak, you're not taking my steak away. See, now, when you try to say that I'm a terrible person for owning a firearm, that's exactly what you're talking about is taking my firearm away. Now you want to legislate my firearm away from me instead of just saying, I don't agree with what you do and I just don't like it. Which if that's what you're
0: doing, I don't care. When their legislation fails, their next step is to propose legislation that will price out the ability to buy a gun. They'll just they're they're and that's we'll we'll get into that with the next one because I think that's a little bit longer of an episode. But there's a couple of bills where it was they want to increase the fees for our FOID cards and they want to increase the things that we have to do to get it. And then they want to sit there and increase uh, the price of it and the price of these gun shops to be able to do that business to where these gun owner, the gun shop owners aren't going to be able to be in business unless you're a big box store.
1: Yeah. Because
0: so. they have to pay for the backgrounds and it's only going to be able to be this and like I said, we'll get into that. But their, their next step is to just try to legislate so many fees with it that it's too pricey to own it. It's like the guns are expensive enough. Don't put anything else on it.
1: Yeah, that's true. The party lines are so skewed that it's really hard to say, like, you know, I feel strongly about firearms but it's really hard for me to say. Okay, well, just because of that, I'm gonna vote Republican. Like that that that's that's a hard jump. You know what I mean? One it is one piece of policy to make you vote a different way. Like that. I mean, I, essentially, it's either I vote for guns or I vote against my job, or I vote against I vote against guns or I vote against my job. It's one of the two. You know what I mean? Right. I got a challenge for us. Let's see if we can find somebody in a Democratic Party who is pro-Second Amendment.
0: That, like, that's uh, actually running?
1: I don't or know it if it'll be somebody, who somebody who's running. Votes that- Maybe it's somebody who's just running for senator or something else. But I, I wonder if we can find somebody. Like, I can wonder if we can find somebody who's an outcast in the what, party. for them
0: to openly admit it?
1: That if they openly admit it, because if there is one who openly admits it, you know they're not going to make the news. Because no. right now, the only thing that makes the news from the Democratic Party is gun confiscation. So I'd be curious to see if there's one who's not making the news. And maybe, if anything, we just shed light on somebody who is in the Democratic Party and is taking a more moderate view.
0: Who Maybe they'll want to come and have a a conversation on our little old podcast.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe. So, I, I think well, the, that that's something much. What, what'll be good
0: for them so. is they'll only be outed to the. I don't know. What do we got? Fifty-one listens, and I'm probably twenty of them. Yeah, true.
1: <laughs> so, it is. So what it'll it is.
0: it'll hit it'll hit six people. Um. No, it'd be it'd be interesting to find out. And It won't be too hard because you can sit there and look back and see who voted for those things and who who abstained and uh, who voted for or against it. So you can start doing that. Um, we'll we'll still try to come out with a couple more this month as we as we follow these things, just so hopefully we can put into light uh, a few more things that are going on with a, an issue that happens to be close to us.
1: Yeah. And so, truthfully, uh, it, truthfully It's going to affect everybody I don't care who well, you are whether, You probably you know like at least one person who owns a firearm And You know You might be at a, a, a highly democratic job And You know everybody somehow vote democrat democrat We got to get this guy to office. we got to vote for whoever And You might be talking to a guy Who's saying like man I don't even like these democrats they try to take my guns Like whether they like going hunting or they have one in the house for self defense like it crosses so many boundaries but people yeah. don't people so don't think it'll, about that
0: that's what I'll I'll try to start looking that up to see if we can find some uh whether it's a senator or a, a state rep that is in the Democratic party that is for gun ownership
1: yeah that'd be interesting to figure out I'm gonna, I'm gonna start looking yeah. at it too I have fun at work
0: tomorrow. I'm on uh, I'm on Kelly day. So to everybody else out there,
1: keep a whiskey glass full.